Turn your Bibles to Luke 20. Luke 20. I love Luke 20, especially Jesus in, in, in this chapter. You know, Jesus um, has been in ministry for about three years. Okay, he's been all over the place. He's been calling disciples, follow me. You know, I will make you fishers of men. And he's been, you know, uh, teaching about the kingdom of God. He's been calling people, repent, you know, follow me, listen to the Lord. You know, and then, and then he's been laying hands on the sick and they, they're getting healed. You know, he's casting out demons. He's raising dead people. Whoo, what a miracle working God. And people were following him. People were in awe of who this man is. Could this be the Messiah? Is this, is this the one that we've been waiting for? Wow. But then we have the religious leaders. You know, the Pharisees and the experts in the law who didn't like Jesus. They hated him. They, they, they hated him. And, and since the beginning, they wanted to get rid of him. They, want, they wanted him arrested. Why? Because they're jealous of him. Can you imagine if, if you're one of those, those priests and, and your church was filled like this, you know, and then one day Jesus showed up and all of a sudden no one is left in your church? Wouldn't you be upset? Absolutely. You know, and in the beginning of this chapter, Jesus was teaching you know, in the, in the temple. And they asked him a question. He says, like, who gave you that authority? Can you tell us where did this authority come from? Yeah. Whose power do you speak from? But Jesus, knowing their heart and their intention, because they were trying to trap him, Jesus answered in a question. He's just like, uh, well, I'm going to ask you a question first. Tell me, was John's baptism from heaven or from humans? And they kind of like just huddled together like, well, wait a minute. We, we got to think really, really good. Because if we say it's, it's from heaven, he's going to say, why didn't we believe him? But if we say it's from humans then all these people who are following Jesus would be upset with them. They might stone them to death. And so what they did, what did they do? Jesus, here's our final answer. We don't know. We don't know the answer. And Jesus says, he's so wise. His answer is always perfect. He says, well, since you don't know the answer, I will not tell you the answer. Can I just tell you, okay, that there's a spirit that wants to engage in a debate, okay, in a discussion with you because you're a follower of Jesus, okay? It could be in person or online, okay? But you have to be wise like Jesus. You have to discern what is the whole purpose of this discussion. Is this going to bring fruit or is this going to be a distraction and a waste of time? Time and time again, I see us Christians debating and, and, and posting and, and arguing with somebody, whether in person or online. 
Stop. Focus back on your mission. Jesus was focused on his mission, okay? He's, he's so close to the cross, and he's saying like, Lord, let me be strong. Let me be, let me be sinless so I could be the perfect sacrifice. And the enemy wanted to, to trap him so he'd fail. And followed, followed by that is a parable where, where he basically told the religious leaders, you know, I was sent by my father, but you rejected me. The stone that was rejected by the builders has now become the cornerstone. Who is our cornerstone? Jesus, Jesus. amen? And all other ground is sinking sand. If you're not standing on solid ground, then move. Move. Make sure that you're standing on Jesus Christ. He's the solid rock on which we stand. Amen? And so now they're more upset. And this is where I want to focus for the remaining of the time. On verse 20. Look at me. um, Let's look on verse 20. Keeping a close watch on him, they sent spies who pretend to be sincere. Watch out now. Is the person next to you sincere? That person might be a spy. (laughs) They hope to catch Jesus in something he said so that they might hand him over to the power and authority of the governor. So the spies questioned him. Teacher, we know that you speak and teach what is right and that you... Do not show partiality, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Verse 23 says, He saw through their duplicity and he said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose image and inscription are on it? And they replied, Caesar's. He said to them, Then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. This is the moment they thought that we got him. This is it. He's going to make a mistake. Woo! He's going to be arrested. He's going to be arrested. He's going to say, don't pay your taxes. Don't. I bet some of you are thinking that way. Like, I wish I don't pay taxes. (laughs) Come on, we're going to be honest. But we know in the scripture that It is God who establishes the government. Amen? So therefore, God is commanding us. We submit to the authorities. We submit to the government. And he says, pay your taxes. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. But you have to see what he asked first. Whose image is on that coin? Whose image? What's written there? And when they look, it's Caesar's image. That coin belongs to Caesar. And you guys know what is written on that coin? I googled it. <laughs> on that coin, it says, Theos Sebastos Caesar. Theos Sebastos Caesar, which means God Augustus Caesar. To them, he's not only a king, but he's also. And that's why they honor him. 
they give him that kind of respect. He kind of like shut them out, right? Jesus was so good at answering that. But this is the part where I want us all to focus. And God says, and give to God what belongs to God. Say that with me. And give to God what belongs to God. Give to God what belongs to God. One more time. Give to God what belongs to God. One more time. Give to God what belongs to God. You hear this, and something in you agrees. Something in you says, like, I'm cool with that. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. That's okay. I'm, I'm good with that. I, I have no problem with that. I'm a, I'm a Christian. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm supposed to say or agree with. Amen. Yes and amen. Absolutely. But can I just tell you guys that sometimes agreeing is not believing. And a lot of times when we hear something like this, we quickly agree because we don't want any conflict. We don't want tension. We don't want to be uncomfortable. (laughs) Because if you believe, that's different. Why is he saying give to God what belongs to God? If we go back to Genesis, we all know this. In Genesis 26, 27, God says, let us create man in our own image and likeness. Does that mean God looks like me or looks like you or you in the physical? No. The Word of God says that He's the Spirit and He's truth. So God created us in spirit and in truth. Say spirit and in truth. But we all know what happened, okay? Eve and Adam were tempted. They failed. And so that connection that we have with God was gone and somehow when sin came in our image got corrupted that's why when you look at yourself most of the time you don't you don't you don't like what you see do you you ask yourself sometimes like what do people really say about me what do I look like to people you know when I went to um to a mission trip in uh, Trinidad. I was part of a group that was going from house to house and we were praying and uh, one of the guys said, we're here to pray for your family. Uh, we have a brother here from America. Is it okay uh, if I pray? And then he's gonna close us in prayer. And then, and he s- started asking their names. You know, it's Isabel, Cynthia, and, and another, I think Bill. And so he, he was praying, but in his prayer, it sounded like this. So bless Isabel, bless Bill, and also use Jackie, Jackie in a powerful way. And I'm like, like Jackie? It's like, a, who's Jackie? And I go like, who's Jackie? He's like, a, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you're Jackie Chan. <laughs> uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> That, that, was, that, was, that was weird, you know? And I said, no, I'm not Jackie Chan. I'm Jet Li. Like, whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, no, I said, no, Richie, Richie. That was weird. But people 
have an image of you. And they think because they see you in the physical, that's who you are, you know. But what matters most is, is what God says about us. What does the image that God sees in us? The image has always been Jesus. The Bible says that we were knitted together in our mother's womb. Say mother's womb. And we were fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows who you are. He calls you by name. In Isaiah um, 64, it says, Our Father and Heavenly Father is the potter and we are the clay. And He formed us with His hands. So whose image is imprinted in you? Is it Jesus? Is it the Holy Spirit? Is it the Father? I pray that we see the image of God in us. I pray that we read the truth about what God speaks about us. When we see the image of God in us, we are sure that we belong to God. Amen? Say, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. The enemy would continue and will not stop in lying to you. No, 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 no. No, you don't, you don't belong to God. You belong to the world. You, you, you used to love the world. You used to love to party. You used to do sinful things that has nothing to do with God. Don't you miss that? You, you belong to the world. Your friends misses you. But if you have fully surrendered your life to the Lord, you belong to God. Amen. The father of lies will continue to lie to you. And if you listen to him, then fear sets in. Insecurity sets in. And all of a sudden, you feel disconnected because you believe in a lie. I want to share a story, okay? But, but please don't judge me, okay? When my girls were young, okay? If you're a parent, you, you know this. You'll understand. There are good days and bad days. Say, hey, good days and bad days. <laughs> On good days, whoo, I love, I love my girls. I love you guys. I love being their dad. But on bad days, what do you do? You call the mom. <laughs> These are your girls. They're not behaving. They don't, they're not listening, you know. And usually Crossland would say, they're your girls. And I would say, like, they're not. <laughs> and so um, I, I, I did something, and, and some of you are going to judge me, but I did something. And it worked. It worked. Okay. So when they're misbehaving, I would tell them, cannot believe you're behaving like this that's it I'm done I'm done I, I can't have this anymore I'm gonna call you real dad <laughs> and they go like what oh no no we love you daddy and I go like I'm not your real dad I'm gonna call you real dad I'm gonna return you and both of them are like oh no no <laughs> I know that's that's horrible <laughs> I'm only human. <laughs> but it worked. And they would behave. And they would listen to daddy. 
But one day, when the youngest, is the youngest here? Oh, no. <laughs> one day, the youngest was doing something really bad. And I said, babe, I'm sorry, I love you, but that's it. I have to return you to your real dad. I, I had like tears in my eye because I'm like, I cannot believe you disobeyed daddy. That's it, I'm returning you to your real dad. And this is what she says, really? Go for it. <laughs> do it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, do it. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna call the real dad. And then she goes like, you know what? I'm, if you want, I'll call my dad. And he went to our landline phone, which is in the living room. And I said, go for it, call your real dad. And he goes, and I'm like wondering, who is she calling? And she really picked up the phone and started dialing, you know. She puts the phone on her ear like that. And in seconds, my phone rings. <laughs> and then he, she says this, you're my real dad. And I was crying, I said, yes, you're my real daughter. Church, do you belong to the Father? What are you worried about? What are you so concerned about? If you belong to God, if you belong to the Father, He loves you so much. I want to encourage some of you who's been losing sleep, who's been in fear, who's been in, in an anxiety mode. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, next month, next year. Some of you have health issues. And you wish that you're healthy so you can do all the fun things that you've been doing. And you go like, Lord, why, why do I have this? Are, 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 are you taking care of me? If you belong to God, the answer is yes. He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of you. His promise is never leave you nor forsake you. He will always be with you. When we read this, and give to God what belongs to God. I got like, Lord, is that it? Just to remind everyone that we belong to you. It seems simple, Lord. Is there more? Is there more? God says there's more. If we really belong to God, and he says, give to him our hearts and our lives, and we're not doing it, then he's greed. He's not pleased. Is he angry? Will he say, you're no longer my son, you're no longer my daughter? I don't believe so. But he will keep reminding you that you're mine. I'm with you. I love you. I will protect you. I will provide for you. I will heal you. And I will use you for my glory. How many of us here? 300? 
Is somebody going up, 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 What would it look like if all of us here from this day on would say like, Lord, everything about me is yours. Everything about my life, about my heart, about my family is yours. What would that look like? What would that look like? I believe without even you talking about Jesus, because you surrendered your life to the Lord, that's the Holy Spirit at work in you. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit says, because you're surrendering everything, I'm about to bless you. Church, when we surrender all to the Lord, that's when God says, oh, so you're not just agreeing, but you're actually believing in my word. Can you imagine, though we no more days, that you're going to make an excuse not to come to a church gathering like this? There'll be no more excuse for you to serve if they need your help. There'll be no more excuse for you to lay hands on somebody that needs prayer. There'll be no more excuse for you to give someone a financial support. There'll be no more excuse for you to share the gospel of Jesus Christ because that person needs a savior and you have the savior. If we really belong to God, who's going to stop us? Who's going to stop us? Who's going to stop us? Here's my encouragement to you guys. If you've been a believer, if you've been a follower for a long time, and maybe you've found you know, your comfort zone. Yeah, I believe in Jesus. I come to church once in a while. But you don't take following the Lord seriously. And the reason why you're having a hard time following the Lord, the reason why you're struggling and doing the things that He's called you to do is because you haven't fully surrendered all to Him. Say, I surrender all. How many of you wants to surrender all to the Lord today? Hallelujah. I want to invite you guys to stand. And I want to just lead us in a time of just surrender. We're going to sing this chorus together. But let this be your prayer. To surrender all to the Lord. Because we belong to Him and we are His. And I surrender all. Would you lift up your hands? It's a sign of surrender. I surrender all. 
all to thee, all to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. I surrender all. Sing it to me. our hands to you as a sign of surrender. We ask for your forgiveness for those times where we didn't follow you. We ignored your leading. We've ignored your commands. We've ignored your word. We ignored your Holy Spirit. Forgive us. Today, we hear you. Today, you're reminding us that we belong to you. Today, you're reminding us that we are your sons and your daughters, that we are no longer slaves. We've been set free. Today, you're reminding us that we have a purpose and a reason, Lord God. So, Lord, we surrender all to you. All belongs to you. Everything that we have, everything that we are, everything that we hope to be, we surrender it all to you. And we pray, Lord God, I pray that everyone will be empowered with your Holy Spirit and with your word wherever we are Lord God we will reflect your image that the world will see that you are alive that you are good that you are faithful and you came to seek and save the lost and I pray Lord God this as we wait for your return may you find us faithful Lord God in seeking the lost in caring for the least and in training the found encouraging one another loving each other all for the glory of your name. Lord, we exalt you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, give him praise. If you're not a Christian, that only means that you haven't made a decision to follow Jesus. I believe today is the day of salvation. Amen. It's not a coincidence, it's not an accident that you're here and you're hearing things about the Lord. The Lord wants to bless you. The, the Lord wants to give you abundant life. The Lord wants you to experience pure joy, pure peace. Welcome to Church Online. My name is Pastor Mark and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to join us in watching our services online. Maybe you can't be at our location today and you're watching this from home or on the road, we just want to say thank you for tuning in. 
and maybe you can't get to a physical location at Grace Capital Church, then this becomes part of your regular routine to do church live on your computer or on your device. We want to say, invite some friends with you. Do church together. Life is so much better together and discovering what God has for us is meant to be done in community. Gather people together and enjoy these services for weeks to come. Thank you for watching. Thank you.